just so depressed, I just can't seem to get out this slump. If I could just get over this hump, but I need something to pull me out this dump. We are down to the last two weeks of the fantasy regular season, and right now, it's tight like a tiger. It's an ugly scene, but you know what's beautiful? Tuning in to show us your TDs, week 13, it's grind time. So I'm sitting here typing up my reports for this week and I'm going going over all the topics and I'm looking over at my notes and I passed by something that you don't see very often. It says special guest, Tim. No, not tight end Timmy, the man I destroyed this week, but Tim, a Jacksonville Jaguars fan and had to read it over because I thought this couldn't be true. A person willing to admit they like the Jaguars. So I said, all right, let's roll with this one. Welcome back to Show Us Your TDs. I'm here with my PIC, Melky. How you doing? Back at it again, week 13. The Milkman is stoked to be calling a shit ton of aud- audibles to throw your game off. But before you introduce our special surprise, I have a joke for you. All right. What do the Jacksonville Jaguars and possums have in common? I don't know. Both play dead at home and get killed on the road. (laughs) 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 All right, all right. Well, our special guest is Tim, a.k.a. Nemo. Nemo, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Uh... I, I appreciated the jokes. I feel like those were pretty good. I did like the possum one. I might have to use it myself someday. <laughs> By all means, it's all yours. I did it for you. Um, yeah, so Tim, I haven't seen you since Shannon, uh, you know, the convener from softball. Yes. You, grabbed the, you grabbed a slice of pizza off her. Yeah. But, but we both know she wanted you to grab something else, something <laughs> in the uh, dessert realm, maybe some cherry pie. Listen, it's it's a full dinner thing. You don't just get me <laughs> off a slice of pizza. I'm not that easy. Ah, so you need to be wined and dined is what you're saying. To, to quote Cartman, I need to be wined and dined before I get fucked in the ass. <laughs> Although, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we're going down that route. But yeah, no, that's okay with me. That's great. We love our South Park references here. Oh, yeah, you can't go wrong with the South Park reference. Uh, but speaking of getting fucked in the ass... Let's dive right into fantasy talk. And I swear to God, fantasy hates me. Hates me like one of those like lonely puppies you find on the street and they follow you home and you try to like shoo it back because you think it belongs to someone but it just falls in you have to end up keeping it that is fantasy and i but let's talk about the matchups gooby since i know you did a lot better than i did how did you fare last week well i destroyed second place i took second place in uh very fine fashion i won 109 to 58 what a just uh, what a beat down. I'll give you some good numbers here. Matthew Stafford put up 32 points. Uh, Justin Jefferson put up nine and a half points. Brandon Cooks, I'm glad I started him with ten and a half points. Christian McCaffrey, that's a big one. Three and a half points and now is on IR and never playing again this this uh, season. So that sucks for me. Uh, yeah, Daryl, sounds you problem. It's definitely a big, big, big knee problem. Daryl Henderson, 13.3 points, top six. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Mark Andrews, 12.5 points. Devontae Smith, 2.2 points. Nick Folk, who thought you could get 21 points out of a kicker? Like, that's crazy. I, I love that. And uh, Dallas defense, five points. Um, yeah, he started Cam Newton, which was probably a terrible choice. I mean... Russell Wilson put up 25 points. So I'm, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't start Russell Wilson over Cam Newton. That's just a shame. Um, but yeah, I destroyed him. I took second place, and uh, I hope I can keep it. Melky, how you looking over there? Well, obviously not as great as you with that uh, new trimmed beard that you got going on. 
But uh, before that, let's let's talk about uh, Cam Newton over Russell Wilson. Now, Nemo, I know you're in a league too, and if you had a choice between Cam Newton and Russell Wilson, well, who would you have chosen, and why? Pretty sure Cam Newton's career died three years ago. So as yeah. far as I'm concerned, <laughs> I'm, I've I had I think I had him three years ago. No chance I'd ever go down that road again. Great player in his day, but he's done. He's cooked. Yeah, like I was shocked. He he actually messaged me, and we were talking about strategy or whatever. And he said, and he, I said, oh, you think Russ is going to put up some numbers this week? And he's like, who cares? I'm like, well, why? 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 What are you doing? He's like, I got a surprise. What kind of surprise? I'm playing Cam Newton. I'm like, that's not surprise. much of a surprise. <laughs> of course, there's some collusion going on over there to, for him to beat me. <laughs> well, that's that's a difference of opinion, but yeah, I I just wouldn't have never started Cam Newton over Russ. Hey Nemo, five of nineteen was that the line or five? Yeah, of something like that. Something it's awful like that, right? Ridiculous. He, what ninety two passing yards, two interceptions, and he was benched. He yeah. was benched in the second half. Um, I I got a question for you, Nemo. Though uh, speaking yeah. of bad decisions, would you ever sit Patrick Mahomes in the fantasy lineup? Uh, no, never. Yeah. Didn't, didn't think so. We we had someone last year do that, and they lost terribly. Yeah, it's a continuous running joke uh, on this podcast, but <laughs> but I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I've got no words for that one. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a terrible one. Fair enough. All right. All right. Let's talk about my uh, horrendous matchup last week. I got my ass handed to me by how I met Metcalf, your mother. But she pounded the shit out of me, 133 to 95. I had no chance. I had no chance. She had Dak Prescott. She had Carlson, the kicker, who also got over 20 points. She had Joe Mixon. She had Knox from Buffalo and Devontae Adams. I had no chance. In fact, I'm calling out my team again because they were absolutely putrid. I'm pointing the damn finger. Darren Waller, you bum. You haven't done anything all season you get hurt you had a chance to wild out and fucked me in the ass big time so fuck you i'm done with you jamar chase 3.9 points now i'm blaming burrow more than chase but come on man you're supposed to be a stud you got me this far thus far and now you're like slowing down at the finish race i can't have that i need more from you Miles Sanders, I am not starting you ever again. You are playing the Lonely Giants, and all you can muster is 6.4 points? Get the fuck out of here. Chris Bosweld, five points. Now, I know most of that's Big Ben's fault, but five freaking points. I should drop your ass. LA Rams defense, I don't, don't even get me started. That's just a dumpster fire swimming in a pool of piss right now. And Justin Herbert, only 28 points. You're supposed to be a stud. What happened to your 40-point uh, heroics last week or two weeks ago or your 50-point heroics when I didn't start you? Come on. How am I supposed to win? Nebo, help me out here. What the fuck's going on? It's It's been a weird year, man. Uh, I mean, it. yeah, I feel you on the Darren Waller. I He's on my team, too. And uh, just the tight end position in general is just might as well. If you don't have... Travis Kelsey, and even this year, I don't think he's been that great until recently. It's just kind of a tire fire in general, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, I mean, he's got Mark Andrews. He's got Mark Andrews who's been balling out a bit. Yeah. Mark Andrews has done well for oh. me. Did, did, I mean, did he last week, though, with the whole uh, Mr. 4 INTs? <laughs> he, he did. I think he, what did I say? He got 10, 10 and a half points or something like that. So it's all right for a tight end. Yeah. Um, it's been garbage. Wait, Mel- Melky, didn't I tell you to start Gaskin again? Okay, seriously, my bench balled out. Like, I didn't start Jalen Waddle, which was stupid of me. I wanted to. I've been starting him, excuse me, and I didn't this week. Went on a hunch. Obviously, that didn't work. Yeah, Gaskins has balled out the last two weeks. This man has told me, do not play Gibson and play um, Gaskin. But to Gibson's credit, he Gibson had a great game on Monday. So yeah, it was a one. Point I, I was going to say he did all right. Yeah, Gibson was all right. So it is what it is. I had no chance. Like as soon as Dak, as soon as the Cowboys game went to OT, I knew I was fucked. As soon as Knox caught two touchdowns, I knew I was fucked. 
As soon as Mixon had two touchdowns, I knew I was fucked. As soon as Carlson, who almost shat himself and didn't wear a diaper during the game, as soon as he fucking got, like, I don't know how many kicks he had, but it was enough for 21 points, I was fucked. And then Devontae Adams went went over for 100 yards. So I had no chance. And she's laughing. And the thing is, she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. Yeah, she didn't even look at her team. <laughs> and, as, and as soon as you saw that you had Chris Boswell as a kicker, you knew you were fucked too. Where, <laughs> where, where's a where, where's a Lutz when you need him, right? Man, Lutz fucked me over so many times. I can't even look at him. I know he's your number one in your heart. Oh, he is. But, but not 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 over here. Not over on the Melky side. Fuck him. Fuck kickers in general. Well, uh, you know what though. Uh, I'm not helping you this week. I'm not telling you to start anybody. I'm not going to tell you to do anything. The reason is, is I'm playing you this week. And uh, what a matchup this is going to be. Uh, projections right now is 110 to 108 for your man. It's going to change. Henry. Oh, it's I, change. Wait, I got a question, though. Should I change my name now from O Hungry to O Henry to something else? Because he just doesn't want to play. I mean, you still have him in IR. So technically, That's he's not on your team. That's true. Uh, but yeah, all right, Nemo, you can follow along with us because I sent you the uh, the little pick order or whatever. Uh, I got Matthew Stafford at 31 points. Uh, Justin Jefferson predicted 12, almost 13 points. I got Hunter Renfro right now in my uh, wide receiver two slot. I'm not sure yet. I might change that. Daryl Henderson and uh, I got Tevin Coleman. Ugh. Ew, any Jets players? Ew, yeah, well. I don't have a lot of options here. I got Mark Andrews, Brandon Cooks, who, again, it, the wide receiver might change. Uh, Nick Folk, I hope you have a game again. And I got the Dallas defense. Um, things might change because I got Stevenson on my bench. Uh, so it might go in for Tevin Coleman. I'm not sure yet. Uh, and then I got Van Jefferson, and I got Devontae Smith. So I'm, I'm, I'm still pondering what I'm going to do. But, uh, Melky, who do you got going up against me? All right. Well, on the Melky side, we have Justin Herbert uh, projected at 28.7 points. Stefan Diggs projected at 11.5. Jamar Chase, I swear to God, you better come through through uh, this week. 10.14. Austin Eckler, 15.5. Antonio Gibson, 13.4. Darren Waller will not be on my team this week because I'm just waiting for his his ass to go on IR so I can go grab someone. So for now, he just is keeping the spot warm. Miles Gaskins, I just changed it just to piss you off. <laughs> at 10.3. Uh, Chris Boswell, uh, Nemo's favorite kicker, at 8.5. And I got the Rams defense facing a really crappy Jags offense at 9.2. <laughs> Rounding off the squad. So Nemo, who listen, do you listen? I've got to address this first because I Let's heard it in it. last week's podcast. Let's All do right. it. There is there are two things you should <laughs> always grab off the Jaguars, aka the worst teams in the league. You always draft their kickers because they can't score. So if by miracle they get in the red zone, it's going to lead to a lot of field goals. Uh, and the second one, I think you mentioned it, James Robinson would be the only other player. I mean, yeah, yeah. after that, you're right. Like, the team's just straight dumpster fire. But, um, <laughs> yeah, look, they're, they're, they're excited that they won the coin toss. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'll be that excited when Urban Meyer gets fired. But, hey. Um, he just needs to touch more girls that aren't his wife. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. I was going to say, it looks like a pretty close matchup. Gooby, you've got some serious work to do at the running back position. Pretty sure Henderson's injured as well this week, so yeah. you're going to want to sit him. Um, well, but I think both quarterbacks, points. I'm guessing both quarterbacks, both Stafford and Herbert, I feel like it's a coin flip. I feel like Herbert's going to bounce back and have a huge game. A bit of a shootout with Cincinnati. Um, oh, let's do it. Wait, I, I, Nemo, sorry, I got a question for you. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you know, like, my team on paper before all the injuries in the world happened? I mean, I know that you have Derrick Henry. 
or I you're had, just a I really had, big fan of O. Henry. I don't know. I'm not sure, but at Stafford, <laughs> Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown, Christian McCaffrey, Derek Henry, Mark Andrews, Daryl Henderson, fucking Nick Folk in the Dallas defense. I had a stack team before all the injuries. Keyword. Injuries that haven't said. Listen, I'm hearing a lot of excuses here. Yeah, you had. This is what you have right now. Um, But yeah, I feel like this matchup's going to come right down to the wire, to be honest. Uh, Obviously, you guys both have. Again, I think a lot comes down to that L.A. Chargers. um, That Chargers. Cincy game? Bungles game. I mean, if <laughs> if somehow Cincinnati's defense shows up, which that team's Jekyll and Hyde, but Melky, you might be in some trouble, buddy, because you've got what three? You've got Herbert and Eckler. So, uh, but Damn, I would expect it. them to light it up. So, yeah, two um, weeks. It's gonna be like two weeks ago against the Lonely Steelers. Let's go again. Melky, I. I mean, I like Gooby's tight end here. I think Pittsburgh's just hot garbage <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would think this is this, this will come down to the wire. Might come down to a game of the kickers. Oh, that he's going to win. <laughs> I, I am anticipating, though, that because Pittsburgh is such a hot mess, it's going to come down to a lot of field goals. Like, if you looked at the, the Sunday night game, uh, last week with uh, ba- um, Baltimore and Cleveland, it was basically the kickers. It, uh, Justin Tucker had like three monster kicks. The Cleveland kicker had a couple. Uh, obviously, Lamar was was he was giant. He was a big ball of giant poo because he threw four picks, like you alluded to earlier. So uh, that's why I'm keeping him in, and he's been pretty good. He hasn't missed. He hasn't missed a kick since I think week two, if I'm not mistaken. So he's on kind of a roll as well. Not as I mean, the Patriots kicker, I had him. I dropped him because he was hurt. It was a game-time decision. I'm like, well, I need a kicker. So that's why you, you were fortunate, fortunate, enough, fortunate enough to grab him. But other than that, it might come down to the kickers. Who knows? But I, I need the win to keep my playoff hopes alive. And I just think your team, you have basically scraps on the table. And I have a full course meal. So I should win this week. I, I definitely do have scraps. Um but I will predict that Matthew Stafford will have the best game this year uh, for himself. I, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna score over forty-five points this week. I, I bet you a toonie he doesn't break forty because they'll Ooh. sit him. After. They'll 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 sit him after. They'll probably he's hurting too, isn't he? I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, I he's, could see that happening too if he gets they get a big lead. So by the second quarter, halfway through the first, <laughs> uh, they might just pull them. Because I think last week he was playing, what was it, shoulder, back, and something else? Yeah, I heard something about that. But like even on here, it doesn't even say he's questionable or doubtful or anything like that. So I'm like, okay, well. I mean, worst case scenario, I throw in Joe Burrows against the Chargers. So, Well, I wonder, I'm looking at, uh, yeah, like, is Cincinnati going to throw that much, or are they just going to run? Because right now the Chargers defense couldn't stop the Toronto Argonauts from running on them. So, <laughs> like, we're, <laughs> you could bring Pinball Clemens in, and he'd have a couple hundred yards rushing. See, if I, tr- if I trusted Joe Burrows, I would play him, because then every time Jamar Chase scores, I score. True, true. Yeah, but that doesn't... That goes hand in hand, so it's no, you're really not helping yourself, or unless he's going somewhere else. That's why on the wire, I'm gonna grab a certain LA player to do the same thing to you. You can say I don't have the waiver priority, and by the time this comes out, it'll be gone. You'll find out later. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on, boys. All right. Uh, well, um, let's talk defeats. And uh, let's talk about another shitty team in the NFL. Not talking about the Jaguars. I'm talking about the Cowboys. Cowboys lose 36 to 33 against the Raiders. And yeah, Prescott put up a game, but just couldn't get it done. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott looked like shit. Tony Pollard had more touches than him. 
without their one and two wide receiver, I don't know, man. Like it's just looking, just looking dreadful right now. Uh, Nemo, what do you think of this uh, Thanksgiving game that we had? I don't know. To be honest, I think it's kind of a hard the Thanksgiving, the Thursday, these Thursday. I want to say short week. You're playing on a Thursday. I feel like you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt. Uh, I mean, I feel like Dallas has been super inconsistent, but I still wouldn't worry too much about them in terms of, I still think they're for real this year. Uh, I, I still like them to at least get through one round of the playoffs. Okay. Is, is, is the way I kind of look at it. Uh, I like, yeah. I mean, it was a bad game. Again, short week, and yeah, it's tough. I don't know. What 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 do you guys think? I know you're both big Cowboys fans, but yeah, the uh, real big D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay, okay, Melky. I know. Uh, I know. I'm gonna hear from you in a second. But uh, Mike, Michael Gallup had five receptions, 106 yards, and Cedric Wilson, like I said, was going to ball out uh, seven receptions for 104 yards. Melky, like, is it because we were without our one and two? Yeah, that had a lot to do with it. Obviously, they're game changers. Amari and uh, CD, they're both game changers for a reason. But I don't, I'm not putting it on that. You still had a chance to win at the end of the day. You took it to OT. You couldn't get it done. Mike McCarthy needs to go. I'm sorry. Time management is a, has a lot to do in football, and he does not take the proper timeouts or stop the clock when he's supposed to. You know, Dak was frazzled the, the second pick, I think, near the end zone. Dak rushed that play. And I'm not saying it's all Mike McCarthy because Dak should have been smart enough not to throw to the other player on the other <laughs> team. But still, if he had taken a timeout, they could have drawn a play, a different play, and maybe the fortunes would have been different. So I'm glad. I'm not glad Mike McCarthy has COVID, but I'm glad he will not be coaching this Thursday because it is a big, big, big game. It's a big deal. It's to to shoot up the ladder. Uh, Washington is only two games behind, and you play Washington twice uh, coming up. You need to make a statement. You need to show the critics you are for real. But I got a question for both of you before we move on. Is it time to write off the Dallas Cowboys as a Super Bowl contender? Yes. Nemo? Uh, that's tough. Um, I I will say no, not yet. Not yet? For, for the simple reason that uh, I don't trust the Cardinals at all. Ooh. And to be quite honest, I mean... The Buccaneers are kind of, they're winning, but they're not exactly blowing teams out. So, yeah, I, I think, th- yeah, I, I would say aside from the Packers, I think it's pretty wide open in the NFC. So, yeah, I, agree uh, I, I kind of agree with that. Uh, one thing I will admit or one thing I will say is Keelan Moore, this is your time to fucking shine. So. Well, he would be mad that you got his name wrong. It's Kellen, but <laughs> Kellen, close, <enough>. Keelan, <laughs> close enough. But this is his time to shine because they're saying that he's going to get a head coaching job next year or very soon. So, well, not only him, Dan Quinn as well. They're both uh, taking the the bull by the horns this week. So if they can prove that they don't need fat ass McCarthy, that's a big win in my book. Yeah, but, but let's move on from. A would-be contender to another would-be contender in the L.A. Rams. So they lost to the Green Bay Packers, thirty-six to twenty-eight, and Stafford still continues to struggle. Uh, Aaron Rodgers posted three oh seven yards, two TDs, a rushing TD, while Matthew Stafford posted three oh two passing yards, three passing TDs, one INT, a fumble loss, and that fumble loss was nasty. And a two-point conversion and minus one rushing yards. Who gets minus yards in rushing? <laughs> so I had a question for you guys, but a fan of the show decided to send me a um, um, a voice memo. And he actually has a question for us. So, Gooby, can you play that for us, please? Uh, yeah. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, just wondering how you feel about them Rams. 
they don't look like contenders. They're more pretenders. All right, I'll hang up and listen. All right. <laughs> now, boys, what do we feel about the Rams? Are they pretenders now? Nemo? Um, I think so. This team reminds me. I'll let you guys answer this first and then come back to why I think they are. But sure. I think they're pretenders. Okay, okay. I, I don't I don't think they're pretenders per se. Stafford is looking well, not not now, not the last couple of games, but he was looking like an MVP candidate. I mean Cooper Cup, he's the best wide receiver in the game right now, I think. Um you got a decent duo with Daryl Henderson and Sonny Michelle. Uh and even Van Jefferson looked great uh last week. So him taking the number two spot looks good. I mean, they got Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, he got a touchdown. He got 81 yards. It, it was looking good for them. But the biggest thing is defense wins championships, and they got a great defense. So I still think they're contenders. They have a great defense, but they're 0-4 with Von Miller. <laughs> yeah. That's... Uh, it's... You know what? I still believe they're contenders. I I do think this team can win. Sean McVay is a good coach. They have everything you could ask for in a team. Now, is Stafford hurt? Nemo, both of you alluded to earlier, yes. There is something going on there, mechanical-wise. Is that an excuse? No. He kind of looks like the Stafford from the Lions, and it's very scary right now. Yeah. So I still believe they're contenders. I, I had them as my Super Bowl pick. I'm sticking with it. I'm not a Skip Bayless or a Stephen A. Smith where I can just change my picks whenever I want. I still have the Rams going and winning the big one in their hometown. So that's my opinion. Well, here's my thing. Uh, did you guys watch the end of that game? No, it, it was no. it was it was horrible. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I agree. But for whatever reason, I was fascinated. Uh, <laughs> speaking of bad <laughs> clock management, they ran on third and one with no timeouts left, down by 11, where they could have kicked the field goal, and if they recover the onside kick, you're down eight with a minute left. Instead, they were they kicked the field goal anyways, and they had 20 seconds left by the time they tried the onside kick. And I was like, what? Like, it's right from Mike McCarthy's playbook. <laughs> <laughs> Probably text him that that play. He's like, you should do this, okay? You should try this one. <laughs> this is going to work, I swear. <laughs> Here's my biggest worry with the Rams. They, I think, too many egos sometimes can re- disrupt your team. And do you remember when the Eagles signed all those guys and their whole year was just a tire fire? Is this uh, post uh, TO? Uh, I think or, so. Or yeah. it might have been. It was when they signed, I forget who it was, but they signed a bunch of guys on the defense. And it was supposed to be like, oh, like this is a great team. And then they were just like trash. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I forget. Is, was that under Chip signed. Kelly? Was that under Chip Kelly? I, I, th- I, th- I think so. I think it was. Oh, God. There's another. I think winner. it was like a year or two just before they won the Super Bowl. Okay, yeah, so that would have been under Chip Kelly. I just, to me, I'm worried that it's undoubtedly they're talented and they're going to get, and I think, like, they will, I don't doubt that they'll make the playoffs, but, and they're getting Cam Akers back. They're just trying to He's coming back. That's what they were saying on the broadcast, that he'll be back in a couple weeks. Wow. But, I mean, the guy hasn't played all year, like, I, I don't know. I to me, I think we Jalen Ramsey, I think, does have a bit of an ego. I think there's I think Odell Beckham Jr.'s whatever at this point. A curse? Um, <laughs> I don't think it's a curse. I just he's not what he used to be. And I just wonder if it's not like they acquired all these all this high priced talent, but are these guys past their prime? Yeah, that's a legit question. Well, I mean, if you pick someone up from the Broncos, yes, they're past their prime. <laughs> the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos. But, yeah, no, I, I kind of agree with that. But at the same time, like, it seems like they're trying too hard by just picking up all these players. But at the same time, man, you can't you can't deny the talent that they, they do have. So, I mean, if they could get Robert Woods back, if they could. Nope. nope. 
I. We mean no. <laughs> if they keep, here. No, I'm saying if they could, then I feel like they would have a better shot of making the Super Bowl. I think it's bigger than losing Robert Woods. McVeigh's trying to be too cute, and it's That's kicking true. him in the ass. Anyways, let's uh, let's let's go to the next story, boys. But, All right. But, sorry, just quickly, that Eagles team we were talking about was 2011, I I think. Oh, that okay. was way. That was a while ago. Okay, yeah, was what, way back, way back. But um, no, I was gonna say I w- I want to talk about a I, a sleeper I'm liking right now. And that's the Pats beating the Titans, 36 to 13. I'm liking this Patriot team, and I don't like the Patriots. Like I hate the Patriots. Especially hate Tom Brady, but he's not there anymore. I know he's not there, <laughs> but still, when you talk Patriots, you talk Tom Brady. It goes hand in hand. What about uh, Bill Belichick? Fuck Bill Belichick. <laughs> he, he's he snuffed Tom Brady, and you don't do that to Tom Brady. I hate him, but you don't do that to Tom Brady. Have you uh, seen his wife though? His wife is pretty hot. Which one, <laughs> Giselle? Or are we talking? No, about I'm talking Bill Bel- Belichick's wife. All right, I'll have to Google this later. Um, <laughs> but, man, Mac Jones, 23 of 32, 310 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, man, Stevenson, they they, they were uh, running the ball with uh, their double-headed dragon, I guess you could call it, Damian Harrison and Stevenson. Um, and they just spread the ball out. They had, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine players with receptions like this is this is a team that's running on all four cylinders right now and i'm liking it i'm enjoying this uh melky what do you think it's crazy that bill belichick can work so well with probably arguably two of the least athletic players in history in the nfl in tom brady and mac Mac jones aka mac and cheese this team is dangerous right now this team is running in all cylinders. I said they'd make the playoffs just because of their defense alone. I did not see Mac Jones maturing this fast and this quickly. Good on him. Uh, I still think they need more weapons, but they're working with everything they have. So I got a question for you guys. Are the Patriots the most dangerous team right now in the AFC? That's a hard question because like the AFC does have like really good talent uh Ravens, Bengals, Bills, I mean Titans if they were healthy, Colts, even the Colts man like Kansas City Chargers. Yeah, I, that that's a tough one. I don't I don't think they're they're the best, but I didn't say best, it's the most dangerous right now. Uh yeah, then yeah, I'd say they're most dangerous because like everybody's sleeping on them and you don't sleep on Bill Belichick. Nemo? I mean I think so. Um, I, I would say it's either them or the chiefs to be quite honest, just because the chiefs seem to be rolling now and that's kind of scary, but they're definitely that defense and you got to give it up to Mac Jones. Uh, it's not, it's not someone I'd want to play in the playoffs, but I guess Monday night's matchup will tell us a lot more if they're, I think if they're for real or not. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, battle for the division and we'll, we'll find out who the real contender and pretender is. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, they might've got a little bit easy against the Titans because the Titans are so injury uh, riddled right now with AJ Brown out and freaking Derrick Henry. And it's just, it's that that's a, just that's a dumpster fire right there. That's going downhill very fast. Well, well, Tannenhill has five interceptions in two games. I think he only had 93 passing yards last week. But I think... Go ahead, sir. I was going to say, I think everybody kind of knew the moment Derrick Henry went down that they were screwed because that offense was run, 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 run some more, and then play option pass when you've run it already like 400 million times. It's not like Tannehill's ever been the guy who, like, the one-man show, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, they ran the ball well. Dontrell uh, Hillard ran 12 times for 131 yards and a touchdown, and Deontay Foreman ran 19 times for 109 yards. So yeah. combined, they got well, 140, 150 yards, or 140 yards, sorry. So, like, they ran well. It's just, I think without their two wide receivers and Julio and A.J. Brown, they're just, they're they're not getting it done. 
yeah, we're not remembering this Titan team right now. No. But here's something that I remember watching because I have a couple of players on my fantasy team. The Bengals carving up the Steelers in a beatdown, 41-10. to 10. Joe Burrow, 190 passing yards, one touchdown, and an INT. Big Ben, who for some reason is looking like mini Ben or little Ben or Maybe that's what he calls his uh, his penis. Who knows? For <laughs> 263 passing yards, one TD, two INTs, that pick six was dreadful. Joe Mixon, I mentioned earlier, he went for a buck 65 with two TDs. So, guys, is it over for Big Ben? Is it time for him to retire? Uh, yeah, 100% time for this guy to retire. I think this is going to be his last season. I mean, this was his playoff push, if you want to say. And I don't even think they make the playoffs uh, at 5-5-1. Five, five and one, I, don't, I don't think there's a chance. And, yeah, the Bengals are just looking like fucking a great team. But, yeah. Steelers, <laughs> what did that say? <laughs> well, yeah, what did, wait, what did that say? I didn't, I didn't see it. it said yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Ben Roethlisberger, hang up your cleats. You're done. Nemo, what are your thoughts? Uh, couldn't agree with you more. To be honest, I think he was done. Uh, that last year in the playoffs, he should have just stopped after that. After he got absolutely smashed by the Cleveland Brownies, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I think he's 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 got nothing left, right? He, to be quite honest, uh, this is gonna sound bad, but he looks like he's got. This arm strength of Peyton Manning at the end of his career, which was not good. Yeah, non-existent. it was non-existent. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think That's I think I, I think he's worn out that arm. Kind, oh, kind yeah. of kind of fun fact. I have a question for you guys. On the flip side of this, uh, how do you feel about the Bengals? Milk. I think you 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 nailed something. You said something earlier that really resonates about them being a Jekyll and Hyde team. Because when they're good and when they're on, they're unstoppable. They're dangerous. That defense is no joke. They have wide receivers coming at the Wazoom. They got a great running game. Joe Burrow reminds me of Joe Montana. There there are some striking similarities there. But on the flip side, when they're bad, they're bad. They fail spectacularly, losing to the Jets, costing me fucking money uh, <laughs> you know but when they're not on clicking on clicking on all cylinders they're hot garbage so i think right now for the best thing for them collect more wins get on some get on a momentum train into the playoffs because i would not want to see this team in the first round all right no i i like that i like that um i got a complete random question for both of you 5, 10, 15 years from now when Joe Burrows either gets traded or retires, do they hire another ginger quarterback? Like, is this just their thing? He's not ginger. He is ginger. He's got a little ginger in him. I don't I don't think he's ginger. Like, Orange Crush is ginger, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the Red Rifle is ginger. Oh, yeah. It's ginger. I don't think Burrow is ginger, but... I don't know. He, he's got a long career. <laughs> he does. He's um, so pissed in the pocket. I do want to agree with you. These wide receivers that they have with T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Tyler Boyd, like, that's amazing. Even uh, Uzuma as their tight end, yeah, he didn't do much this week, but he can light it up too. And, yeah, that's, that's a great receiving core. Uh, I have no problems with that receiving core, and I don't think Joe Burrow does either. So... Yeah. Scary team. Scary, scary team. Nemo, what do we got on the table next? Oh, we've got the uh, good old talking of shit shows. The <laughs> wildcard melee. So, we've pretty much got one wildcard left up for grab, really, in the AFC. Uh, we've got the Chargers currently holding on for dear life in that position. You've got the Broncos, Raiders, Colts, Browns, Steelers, and we'll be generous and give the Dolphins a shout out. Lace is um, out. <laughs> yeah. Ray, Ray Finkel. 
<laughs> if they had Ray Finkel, I would be fully behind them getting the wild card. Oh, um, <laughs> how do you guys feel about this? To be quite honest, I don't. To me, quickly, how, what do you guys think of anybody out of the Broncos, Raiders, Colts, Browns, Steelers, Dolphin? Peak your interest in terms of making a late season push. Go ahead, Gooby. Start us off. I'm loving this Colts team right now. Yeah, they're six and six, but they're looking great. I mean, the char the what do we got? The it's the uh, the Chargers are holding down this yeah, the last spot. The, the Chargers are holding down the last spot, but I think the Colts will make a great push. They're looking good, and I mean, they're playing Houston next, so. This the ball. I think the ball's in their court. To be honest, I don't want to talk about the Denver Broncos because <laughs> it's the Denver Broncos. And they the got Raiders. KC, they got KC twice coming up. Yeah. So, yeah. That that that's a pointless talk right there. Um, <laughs> the Vegas Raiders. They look good, but I don't think they can hold off. I'm honestly, I'm looking at these Colts men, and it's looking good. And the Browns, not a chance in hell. Uh, the Steelers, not a chance in hell. The Dolphins, not a chance in hell. So between the Chargers, Raiders, and Colts, I'm picking the Colts. No, not. You know what? That's not a bad pick at all, especially since they play in such a terrible division where they have the Jags and the, the Titans, and they have what's that other team that's there? It's the Jaguars, Colts, Titans, Texans. and the Texans. That's right. So there's two. Really horrible teams in that division. Sorry, Nemo, but it's the truth. Uh, that's a great pick. I still, though, have faith in the Chargers. Even though they do have a harder division and more difficult schedule, there's way too much talent on that team to not get in the playoffs. Eckler, Herbert, um, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, they got to get it done. Uh, they can get it done. When they are clicking again on all cylinders, they are a team to be reckoned with. So I like the Chargers to maintain that spot, but look for the Colts. It's going to be a dogfight between the Colts and the Chargers. I have no faith in the Raiders. There's too much turmoil that's gone on on that team the entire year. I just think it's too much to come to overcome. The Broncos have a very difficult schedule remaining, so that's a no, and I don't like them, so fuck them. Uh, <laughs> the Browns, they've had every opportunity to showcase why they were good last year and they failed and yeah. not mentioned Baker Mayfield sucks donkey balls. So no, uh, the Steelers, you tied the lions. You don't deserve to be in the playoffs <laughs> and said, and the dolphins, even though they're surging with a nice three game winning streak and they have some easy matchups coming up. I just don't have faith in Tua. He looks like a chicken with no fucking head running around on the field. So that's my take. Um, sorry, I didn't want to cut you off, but I just look at the Colts' schedule. Their schedule does not look very good. They got Houston. We'll take that as a win. They got a bye. Week 15, they play the Patriots. Then Ooh. they play the Cardinals. Week Ooh. 16, they play the Raiders. Week 17, and then they win week 18 against the Jaguars. <laughs> what do you think, Nemo? What's your take? Yeah, I mean, I would go Chargers. I just, I mean, Carson Wentz can make some unbelievable plays, and then he can make some of the worst plays you will ever see on a football field, like throwing a ball with his other hand while he's getting sacked in his own end zone, which results, and as a result of that, I just, I feel like the Colts can beat probably anyone but could lose to anyone and that's like i could see them blowing it and doing something dumb like losing to the texans or <laughs> the jaguars which like <laughs> you shouldn't be allowed to get in if you lose to either of those teams exactly. um yeah i mean i think the steelers we've already touched on them the yeah i think the, the broncos no shot R raiders are so jekyll so weird. I don't know what to think of the Raiders. Uh, I think I think it's Chargers to lose. I don't really, as you said, too much talent, significantly better, and those other teams seem to all be in free fall. Um, but moving on to the NFC, which is just a dumpster fire. 
the cluster. Um, we've got, I would say, two wildcard spots up for grab. Currently, the 49ers at six and five, and the Washington football team at five and six <laughs> occupying them. And then you've got the uh, the Vikings, Falcons, Saints, all at five and six, as well as Eagles, Panthers, five and seven. I don't think we need to go further down the list because it just gets more painful to watch. <laughs> it's so true. Um, yeah. What What are What are you You guys' thoughts on uh, on the NFC wild card situation? Okay, so like you said, it, yeah, it's more of a clusterfuck in that regard. It's jam packed. I do like the 49ers. I love the way they're playing right now. They did lose something significant for a couple weeks in Debo Samuels. He uh, pulled his groin, so he is out for a little bit. I do think, though, with all the running backs that Mike Shanahan seems to collect, they'll be okay. And they've got Ayuk, and they've got some other good talent at the wide receiver spot. George Kittle at the tight end spot. And porn star Jimmy should be able to maintain the balance. So I do like them to hold on. There is no way a football team with no name is getting in to the playoffs for a second straight year. I don't think Washington is good at all. They've just been very fortunate. They're not getting in, so I'm counting them out because Heineke sucks, and he's making the beer Heineken sound like shit. So, no, he's gone. <laughs> I don't like Kirk Cousins. I don't have any faith in him. They lost Dalvin Cook uh, to injury for a couple of weeks as well. So, who knows how that's going to affect them. I mean, they got the two stud wide receivers. Obviously, Gooby knows very well Jefferson is a beast. So if you're going to rely more on Cousins' arm, good luck to you. The Falcons, there's not much left from the Falcons, although Patterson did not see Patterson coming out of anywhere. He's been a godsend. But other than that, they're poo. The Saints, they don't have a quarterback, and I have no faith. Actually, I'm going to talk about Mr. Taysom Hill later on. But I have no faith in him. I have no faith in their offense. The defense is slowing down. That's the only way that they can somehow get in is with the defense. We'll see. Fly, Eagles, fly. More like die, Eagles, die. You guys suck. Hurts, I feel bad for you because you're a good quarterback, but your coach is a moron. So that's not getting it done. The running game, even though you're trying to run, you're emphasizing on running more, it's just not working. You lost to the Giants. Enough said. And the Panthers... I mean, we dogged Cam Newton earlier. They, that's just a big old mess right there. Newton is not, Newton is garbage. McCaffrey's out for the year. Robbie Anderson hates being there. D, I haven't heard DJ Moore's name in four weeks. And the coach apparently wants to go back to the college ranks. So they're not getting it either. So I, I actually, it's so tough. I do like the 49ers to maintain. But it probably is a toss-up for me between the Vikings and Saints. And because the Vikings have a quarterback, I'm going to go with the Vikings. All right. I'm liking all of this. There's a reason why I changed my lights to purple is because I'm picking the Vikings as well. Washington, you have no name. You're not making the playoffs with no name. Just Again. putting that up there. <laughs> they did um, <laughs> yeah. Well, this year they're not making it. Um, yeah. The Falcons. Like you alluded to, I I don't know I I don't have faith in Matt Ryan anymore. Uh, I don't think that's a that's a team that's going to go anywhere. Um, the Saints, I I was a, I was a big fan of Taysom Hill, but at the same time, I don't think he can get it done. Uh, the Eagles, it's like the Broncos. I don't even need to talk about that. <laughs> um, Carolina Panthers, you tried with Cam Newton and you failed with Cam Newton. Not a chance in hell, uh, especially with CMC out. That's your goat. That's your leader. That's that's like as Terrell Owens would say. That's that's my quarterback. That's my teammate. He is your quarterback of that team. He runs that team, and without CMC, Panthers going nowhere. I think this is the Vikings' uh, position to lose. Uh, they have the talent. They have an okay defense. I like Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Like these guys are crazy. I know they're without Cook for a little bit. We're gonna talk about that in 
probably next five, ten minutes. I don't know. I I think it's the Vikings to lose, and it, I I think they'll get it done though. I think I think they'll get it done. Um, yeah, it's my uh, it's my quick take. No, no love for the new Fitz Magic, eh? No, absolutely not. Interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I I think uh, I'm with you guys. I I mean, I think the 49ers are getting in. I don't know if it's they're heating up or it's also a combination of I honestly have just I can't this this is straight garbage. Like does that <laughs> does that number seven seed even deserve to get in? Because I can't imagine they're getting in with a record above five hundred. Probably not. Nope. Um it's sad. <laughs> it's yeah, like I just um I would say I've got San Francisco getting in just because, yeah, the rest of the division is so terrible. And frankly, I will as uh, I will say the Saints get in simply because I think, uh, well, if you look at their schedule, they play Atlanta, who hasn't beaten anyone good. And they play Atlanta, Carolina, Miami. And they still get to play the Jets as well. Lucky them. So yeah, that sounds like a schedule. I I mean they do have to play Tampa, but I just look at it and go, out of all these teams that are just yeah, like it doesn't matter because they're gonna get stomped in the first round anyways. But um, I will say the Saints get in over Washington. Yeah, that's an easy pick. No, Washington is not getting it. I don't care if Ron Rivera is the coach or yeah, but that division is so trash again. Like they get to feast. I mean, I don't know. That they play the Cowboys twice. They still got the Cowboys twice. Yeah, yeah. but don't they get to play the Giants? Yeah, I'm sure they have the Giants coming up and some other shit team. But we'll see. We'll see. It's a it's a clusterfuck, but we'll see. That's the best part about the NFL. Anything is possible. Well, let's move on to one of our favorite segments, a segment that sounds like Gooby's Adventures in the Toilet. We're talking boom or bust. So, Nemo, you are the guest of honor. Who is your boom or bust this My week? My boom or bust is Dontrell Hilliard. Uh, I think Gooby, you've already mentioned it last week. He went the last two weeks he's played. He's gone off. Uh, I, I mean, I think... Not only him, but uh, Freeman went off too. Uh, I just look at it and go, I think Tennessee at this point, you can just say, they can just run the ball. It doesn't seem to matter who's really back there. Uh, I mean, they do have a bye this week, so I guess like for this week specifically, maybe not a great play, but then he gets Jacksonville. So he gets you two weeks worth of points in one week the week after, so... Uh, why uh, that's it's got Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, and San Francisco, Miami, Houston, Atlanta. Like he's gonna. Uh, I just see him going. Yeah, that's that's my that's my boom. That's who I would uh, if you're looking for running back help. That's that's who I would look at grabbing personally. Ton, Thoughts? Tons of, tons of people are looking for running back help. Yeah, mainly you. <laughs> mainly everybody in fantasy football man the amount of running backs that have gone down this year this is crazy hey gooby what is he a boomer bust in your book uh he's a boom in my book um i think they're both a boom uh you can start either one of the running backs from tennessee and you'll get points uh but yeah boom boom in my book melky he's a bust man like like they rotated different running backs around. It, it feels like a whorehouse they're they're running at the moment. Just look for his 15 minutes of fame to come to an end. Hey, it's after, working. It's a very effective whorehouse. After, after his bye week, he'll be another forgotten man. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, uh, I'm going with another backup. Alexander Madison. With cooking... With Cook looking to miss at least a week or two due to injury, Matheson will be the running back one for the Vikings. And I think the Vikings at the moment are on the outside looking in, as we alluded to. 
but they need a boost, and I think Matheson will be a huge boost for them. For that reason, he's going to be a boom this week versus the Detroit. He has shown he can put up cook type numbers, so look for him to uh, get the get the win over the lonely lions. And I think uh, next week too, uh, I think or the week after, I think he'll be a boom if he starts. Uh, Matheson's a great running back, and I I, I have no doubts in him. Melky. I'm going to agree with you. Uh, he's definitely a boom uh, this week and going forward. Uh, he's shown the same tendencies as Dalvin Cook, so I don't see why he can't get the job done. The Vikings' uh, offense relies on the run game, so look for it to continue and look for uh, Matheson to uh, have a great two weeks until Cook comes back. Yes, sir. What are your thoughts, Nemo? A clean sweep. I think he's a boom, too. Um, as you guys pretty much already touched upon it, he's... I don't know if proven is the right word to use, but he's he has shown that capable of handling it, and I don't see any reason why that's going to change. Perfect. All right, all right. We finally agree on something. And last but not least, I'm going with the go-go gadget man himself, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill to the rescue? I think not. How can someone be the ultimate gadget man when his feet aren't working the offense is also non-existent over the past few games so no matter who sean payton puts at the helm the result will be the same a disaster he's a giant bust he's a type of bust that happens in a bukkake in a porno film don't pick him up he sucks the saints offense sucks he's a bust this week. yeah yeah i, I agree he's a bust uh, I like I said though I, I do I did like T- Taysom Hill, but I don't think he can get it done. I don't think uh, the Saints can get it done. So yeah, he's a bust in my book. Nemo. Yeah, I I don't I mean cool story and all. Go BYU, go Mormons. <laughs> uh, but like <laughs> he is from TY. Uh, sorry, BYU, right? Yeah, yeah, BYU. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I just, same thing. I I mean, there's way better options out there at QB. Uh, yeah, he's, I, I don't understand Sean Payton's love affair with uh, Taysom Hill, to be quite honest. But. Yeah, that, that makes no sense in my books. I think he just likes him because he's multi-talented where he can run, he can slide into the, as a tight end. He can do all sorts of things, but if he was so good, why didn't he start over Jameis Winston, aka Crab Legs? I don't know. He sounds like the next Tim Tebow. <laughs> he's, he's way better than Tim Tebow. Well, <laughs> well I'm, I'm saying we can throw him hey, in the hey, tight hey. position and whatnot. Like Tim Tebow's <laughs> won a playoff game. Taysom Hill hasn't. Um, oh, did it? Dude. That's your walk off right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I Gooby. mean, we saw this last year, and he was garbage. He had one good game and three disasters, or two disasters. So yeah, actually, he had two. He had two good games in a row, but one of them he lost. But I think yeah. one of them he lost, and then he went on like a horrible skid yeah. where he was garbage, like he was flaming garbage. Yeah, so, that's right. expected Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well. It's uh, our last segment, as per usual, Toonie Bets. And uh, I got a good one for you because these people I picked, or this team I picked as my sleeper, and I'm going Pats over the Bills. They're just looking too good to be true. And I think the Pats are, I I think the Pats are going places. It's weird to say without Tom Brady at the helm, but they're, they're going places. I'll bet you I'll double the Toonie bet and bet you the Bills win. This is it's in Buffalo, you know, the land of chairs, tables, and ladders, and flaming and women going through them. L- Buffalo cannot afford to lose this game, and it's at home. I guarantee. I'm like actually, yeah, I'm guaranteeing you Buffalo Bills win this game. Let's th- go Buffalo. I think they lose, and then they're gonna have that little uh, sad times when. Uh, they used to play Tom Brady and lose all the time. Only time will tell. Uh, all right. That's a that's a good matchup, though. It's good on you. Uh, so I'm going to take a sure thing, and sorry, Nemo. I'm dedicating this to you, and I'm going with 
the Rams over the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence is about to learn, is about to get a dose of reality and pain. Look for the Rams to get back on track when they curb stomp the Jaguars. Nemo, what are your thoughts on that one? I mean, hasn't he gotten a dose of pain all year? <laughs> like the guy never lost in high school or college, and then he comes to this turd of a franchise and just gets... <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would never bet on the Jaguars. <laughs> Ever. Even against the Texans? No. The they, no. no. <laughs> they look so unprepared. At they're, least he's an honest Jaguars fan. They're, I think Urban Meyer might be one of the worst coaches in the NFL of all time. All right. well, definitely not the worst bar owner. <laughs> <laughs> Go back right. to your bar, pal. <laughs> all right, Nemo, what's your toonie bet for this week? All right, I, I'm going out on a limb here, and I'm hopping on board with the kneecap eating or chewing, whatever the hell they are. Uh, Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions over the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, wow. First win. All it's right. going to happen. They're going to have to win at some point. That division, they've been in some games. I just think it's bound to happen just by sheer dumb luck. They're at home. The Vikings, this seems like the Vikings should win, but it seems like a very Viking thing to do to lose to the Lions in a game like this. Who's, yeah. the, who's the home team? Uh, Detroit. Uh, you might be onto something. Yeah, yeah. I would love that because I'm sure me and Melky would be uh, sending out text messages to somebody saying, "Sucks to be you." Well, it sucked a bit. It sucks to be them all season. So it's not nothing new on her uh, on her part. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, I I kind of I, I I could get on that bandwagon with you and take the Detroit Lions over the Vikings. Nah, I got the purple dinosaurs. Uh, Roughing up the lines again. All right, all right. So, uh, everybody knows that Ball Walker is the one who created the segment, so we always love to have his little uh, taste of glory on here. So, here we go with Ba's pick. Hey, boys. Ba here for another week of Toonie Bets. I want to shout out to you guys for bringing on the only Jacksonville fan in existence onto the show, so kudos for that. My pick... This week is the Washington football team versus the Vegas Raiders, and I've got Vegas winning it. They are going to end Washington's three-game winning streak. It's in Vegas. Washington has a terrible, terrible pass defense, so I think Carr and probably Hunter Renfro are going to have a game. And sorry, Melky, but Waller's doubtful, and even if he was playing, I doubt he'd do shit. So I've got Vegas winning. They're six in total yards. Um, yeah, can't wait to hear your opinions. Let's go, boys. That sounds like a uh, a hint to me to start Hunter Renfro. Do your worst. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Nemo, thank you for uh, joining us on this podcast. Uh, I love your insights on all this football nonsense that we're talking about. Uh, it was great having you. Malky, what do you got going? Well, that's all she wrote this week. Uh, had some fun, had some laughs at the extent of our Jaguar-loving friend Nemo. Can thank I? You, thank you, buddy, for joining us. And uh, the floor is yours. Do you want to add yeah, anything? I, Do you want to give a shout-out to anyone? I just wanted to thank you guys for having me on. I also just wanted to throw this at you guys quickly here. Uh, I think I spoken to Melky about this, but I pretty much went ahead and looked at uh, records of all NFL teams from 1990 to 1999. I know it's going back a while, but I figure we might go back in history, and I think it kind of proves why everybody loves football so much. Um, when I averaged out the average records for most teams, for all the teams, Almost everyone was around 500, either 9 and 7 or 7 and 9. Now, my question to you guys is, can you, who do you think had the most wins total in the 90s in the NFL in the AFC? And which team do you think had the most wins in the NFC? Oh, that's a solid question right there. Um <clears throat> The NFC, I'm going to go San Francisco. And AFC, 
That's tough. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. I'm gonna. I'll, I want to say mine before you. Yeah. Yeah. Throw yeah. it out there. Uh, '90s. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say the Cowboys for the NFC, and I'm going to say the '90s. Eh? Don't look it up. No, I'm not looking it up. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm looking at the AFC and NFC teams because, like, fucking, I, I I can't remember all all the teams. Um, fuck, that's hard choice. I don't even know. I'm fuck it. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I must say, uh, I want to say the Broncos. They were close. Uh, Melky, you were right with the 49ers in the NFC, but it was actually the Bills in the AFC. Wow. Oh, right, because they went, didn't they go to four Super Bowls? Yeah, three in a row, I think. Yeah. They had an average record of 10 and 6. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I should have known that because the Cowboys beat them up twice uh, in the Super Bowl in the 90s. Yeah, I mean, the fact that when I look at this, it's like everybody's average record is like, yeah, almost no one has is more than ten and six, and most most people are at like seven and nine at the worst. There's except for the Bengals, but <laughs> point is, I think it proves that there's so much parity in football that in a ten year period, everyone's got average records so close to each other. So I think that's part of the reason why we love this beautiful game. Yes, sir. Absolutely, it's a, it, it is a wonderful game. It it's nonstop action. It's it's the emotional roller coaster ride you want to be a part of. And again, we want to thank you for being here and taking this dysfunctional ride with us, Gooby. Before we go, is there anything you want to add to the docket? Uh not much. Uh, I can't wait to shoot our episode of While I Had Mustard uh, with our new co-hosts. And yeah, I'm just I'm excited for tomorrow night's game. Lovely. Uh, you know what? I just want to give thanks to the network. I want to give thanks to you guys. I want to give thanks to podcasting in general. It's just a way of uh, getting your voice out there. And uh, yeah, let's let's get it done, Cowboys. Stop fucking around. No McCarthy means big victory. Let's go. So on that note, that's Gooby. That's Nemo. This is Melky. And we're out. Peace. <laughs>